Hello friends. Welcome to our podcast Open Up. Episode number 2. My name is Sivam Velayudam and I am the founder and the president of Voice of Men 360. Before I introduce our today's guest, I would like to share a brief introduction about Voice of Men 360 International Men's Day and Open Up. Voice of Men 360 is a non-profit organization founded in 2020 and is based in Toronto, Canada. Many boys and men are seeking help and support in many areas of their lives. We understand the demands and the support needed when it comes to boys and men in our society. Voice of Men 360 organization was born out of seeing a tremendous need and stepping up to help provide services to help support and overcome men boys life challenges voice of men 360 is a part of international men's day which is a global organization imd follows six pillars overall the well-being of boys and men it has been serving for over 20 years and nearly 90 countries around the world join together and doing various activities regularly our talk show is called open up you may have a question that why open up or what is it open up because we men do not open our hearts and willing to share our personal matters with anyone when we keep our emotional personal emotional challenges within ourselves for a longer time at some points it will explode and it will affect our health conditions in many ways that is why we want to create an open space and allow an individual to share their life journey through our platform we aim to create awareness about the life challenges struggles overcomes ups and downs that our boys and men go through in their lives each week we bring an individual and share their life experiences with you there are no limitations with gender age nationality or ethnic groups all walks of life can participate our goal is to make a positive impact on someone's life through this platform today we have a special guest who is a student of law also he is the youth minister for human rights at the provincial youth assembly in his province and he is a member of the peace club pakistan he is also volunteering in different organizations his name is mohammed kamran and he is joining from pakistan kamran welcome to open up and thank you for joining and willing to share your life journey with us thank How you so you much uh, this is a, an honor for me to be here and thank you so much i'm fine um All right. and this is yes please proceed let me take you back uh, to your early childhood um 5 10 15 years old can you remember any incident or inspiration which led you to your current life studies or interest oh uh, yes when i was a, a small kid i always used to think like um uh, these kids are so innocent so was i uh, and uh, people these kids notice people like they are uh, in a they are they are different 
with different people. For example, if I am in front of one person, I am going to be on, on his side. And when I am going to talk to another person, I will be on, like, I will be saying that, yeah, the other person is doing this and that too. And when I was a kid, I used to think that why people are not clear in crystal, like, they, why they cannot be the same in front of anyone. And um, so this somewhat changed, like, this got my attention. And uh, since then, I'm thinking that whatever I do, I'll be crystal clear to people and I'll try to uh, be more, uh, you know, uh, sincere to people. Like, I won't be lying about my life. And mm -hmm. it's not something that they always get benefit out of it. That if I lie, it's just that their hobby, it's just something that they like, I think. So, this is something, a truth about my life that uh, I try to be sincere with people and the same in front of everyone okay okay nice 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 uh, so that's kind of inspiration you had and uh, that's what you, you led to, <laughs> to your current uh, position though uh, exactly so, somewhat can can you um, you know uh, share some of the challenges that you had to face uh, at some um, at your high school and uh, your current studies as a young male student even you have seen from your uh, front circle Oh yes, uh, exactly. And I would relate to you well, what you said a while ago that uh, men are not supposed like this is the way they are uh, and by the society in the eyes of society that men are not supposed to uh, open up in front of people. And if a long, if for a longer time they do open up, they like if they do not open up, they are going to explode. Mm -hmm. So the same was my case. I was kind of a shy student, a very shy student. I was like in my school, uh, I was even unable to talk to my teachers uh, mm -hmm. for a while. So I was really a shy student and I was not, uh, if I was a girl, maybe mm -hmm. I would get some attention that, okay, girls are shy and this. And I was rather kind of bullied uh, mm -hmm. that look at him, he's acting like a girl. And he shouldn't be like that. Like instead of uh, supporting me or being my inspiration, uh, my teachers and anyone, like everyone, they used to kind of bully me that, uh, why are you acting like this? You shouldn't be like this, this and that. But uh, finally, uh, and when I was around 16 or 17 years of age, I got a teacher. He was my English teacher and... Um, he got this in me that uh, this is a bright student but he just needs some attention so then he used to make me take part in different activities and uh, we used to celebrate different for example english day the sports day in our school and uh, he then he used to call my name up again and again and uh, he yeah so he made me dance on the uh, on the in the stage he made me uh, speeches he made me say the speeches and uh, I did also, I did the acting, the skits and all that. So mm -hmm. that's how I started my journey. And thankfully, I'm now uh, much better, like a lot. But that was something I really feel if I was, uh, like if this teacher was uh, in my life from an early age, I would, would have been a bit more confident than I am right now. Right, absolutely, yes. Uh, I, I was uh, the same boat, uh, I was on the same page uh, uh, one at a time, you know, like, uh, um, exactly. I, I remember, I do remember. Um, mm -hmm. ca can you can you share any memories of your father and uh, son relationship? <laughs> yes, of course. 
uh, I have one in my uh, on my page on my front page of memories, and that is that fathers are supposed to always you know stop their children whenever they do something wrong, and mm. I really hate those fathers when they support their children uh, even mm. if they do wrong. But mm-hmm. and but thankfully my father wasn't like that. He always used to say that no, this is wrong. You shouldn't be do- doing this. But one day uh, I will just tell you a short story. Mm-hmm. I was, when I was in school, uh, maybe I was around ten um, years or something. So uh, I we in school we have our notebooks. In that mm-hmm. we all we note our classwork and all that what teachers says us to do the assignments and everything, and then at the end of the term we have to submit the notebooks and the teacher has to check them up. Mm-hmm. So we had a teacher and she used to teach us science subject, and uh, when I complete I completed all the work and all the notebook and I, I I submitted it for checking, and when the teacher brought back all the notebooks. It didn't have mine, so mm-hmm. I said like I searched for it, but somehow uh, she couldn't find it. So I she said that what she said that uh, no, I think that you didn't submit your notebook, and even if you did submit, I cannot mm-hmm. find it right now. But for the protocols for the term, at the end mm-hmm. I have to check your notebook. I said mm-hmm. okay, I'll make another one. Mm-hmm. So I think uh, uh, in three or four days or in a week, I completed all the terms work once again. I Did all the writings, the diagrams, and everything. When I got back to the teacher again, uh, mm-hmm. she checked my notebook, and at the end of it, she wrote a, a sentence that not hashtag not given on time. Like this is what her remarks were that not given on time. Mm-hmm. So I brought I I didn't say anything. I said okay, it's fine. When I came back home, my father said that did you give your teacher the notebook? I said yeah. He said mm-hmm. that oh, what happened? I said she checked it, but with this. Remarks. Mm-hmm. So he, uh, so he wrote a note to my uh, teacher that I want to meet you. Mm-hmm. And then when the other day my father came to my school and he said that I do not support them in anything wrong. Whenever they mm-hmm. does anything wrong, I'm the first mm-hmm. one to uh, mm-hmm. kind of scold them and say that this is wrong. But this is his efforts. Like uh, you misplaced his uh, his notebook. And once again, he did all his work, all his assignments, all his diagrams, and he wrote everything. Uh, mm-hmm. But you should have like appreciated him. But mm-hmm. instead, you wrote this on his uh, notebook. So mm-hmm. then my teacher at the end, like uh, she removed that uh, remarks and she said, that, "Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to hurt you." And so on. So mm-hmm. this is where my father stood for me, and I still remember that. That's a very kind of a sweet and beautiful memory I have. Right, that's absolutely. I mean, it's a, it's a great memory. You always can think, uh, go back, and then think about that. You know, it's a, <laughs> yes. some someone there uh, to support you. You know, that's the way the exactly. leadership uh, or some kind of the skills uh, coming from. Um, mm-hmm. So, c- can you share uh, one or two incident that uh, you can remember, which affected uh, in an individual or family and others, and how they overcame uh, those incidents? uh yes there are actually a lot of things that happens in one's life but one thing when i was in school one mm-hmm. of my friend's father died and mm-hmm. uh his his mother was a housewife they were so they were kind of poor and they were unable to 
uh, you know we used mm-hmm. to have uh, pocket money a lot of money with us and we used to uh, eat stuff and that and he would always sit alone in the classroom and not coming out because he had that kind of uh, uh, inferiority complex maybe mm-hmm. and he he turned into he was a really shy he turned to be a really shy person he couldn't mm-hmm. even he didn't even used to talk to us Mm-hmm. and uh, because you know when you are young and you lose your father like that and uh, mm-hmm. you then all the family members they do not care for you uh, mm-hmm. that's going to happen to you so mm-hmm. it affected me too because he was a really close friend of mine mm-hmm. but uh, thankfully now after years uh, he's uh, a this graphic designer now he has done mm-hmm. his graduation in the graphic designing and mm-hmm. believe me he is now on job he earns mm-hmm. the, with online uh, he does some online graphic designing and all that and uh, that made me really happy that this was a kid once he couldn't even he used to like sit alone in the classroom and was unable to talk to us and now uh, look at him he has got so far and so i think that one should be courageous enough to handle any situation as my friend did because mm-hmm. uh, after his father he was his mother also didn't give him the attention that he needed and but finally he stood up for himself and against his family against all the society he uh, showed that i have this uh, talent in me and now as i said he's a graphic designing uh, the, the designer yes but come on um, just um, uh, just want to go back you um, take you back um, you know the, how did he overcome the, since you were a, a close uh, friend um, and um yes. how 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 did he you know those days um, how did he overcome the process uh, how did he handle that um, you know those are the things that we need to hear right um, so uh-huh. yes yes so that was one of the most difficult part of it that mm-hmm. like one can easily say that just he overcame everything the question mm-hmm. arises how yes that's mm-hmm. a great mm-hmm. point mm-hmm. so the thing is that well at first he used to like uh he used to say that it's okay if i'm hurt it's fine i just don't want my family members to get hurt and like he started to care for others and instead uh like in caring about them he started to ignore his feelings himself mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Uh, there were a lot of uh things that happened to him and his mother wanted to uh, wanted him to do c- certain things under the pressure of their mm-hmm. family mm-hmm. but he uh, then stood up for himself and uh, i still remember that he used to tell us like when whatever he would uh, face in the, at home he would share at in the school, share with us in the school mm-hmm. and uh, so then one day his mother asked him that i want you to do this so i just i don't want to uh, say it here but uh, there was something personal right. so he said that no i don't want to do it and this and that so from that very point he started to learn to take a stand for himself mm-hmm. that i have to respect my mother i have to respect my family members mm-hmm. but along with all that i have a i have i am also a human i have a heart mm-hmm. and i have feelings mm-hmm. the the best the, the most important thing is that when one realizes that i have feelings too and i have to be uh, you know i have to be a bit soft on my own self because nobody is going to hand over nothing to you 
you have to do everything for your own self in life and this is what he realized from a very younger age so from then he started to uh, take a stand for himself what, what do you think uh, he, he, what do you think that um, uh, did you find out any any books re- he read or any kind of um, you know motivational speech or any anything uh, any teachers or any kind of influence um, you know something uh, how yeah. how did he overcome i mean it's not overcome but yeah. also that the process that he was going through the realization or how did he um, you know take his own stand uh-huh yes so one thing which he started like as i said that he at, uh, somewhat he was at a distance from us like he was always sitting at in the classroom not talking to many of us he started one thing in his life he became a reader he started to read he started to read books the novels the uh, and the poets everything uh, whatever he would find he would start reading it mm-hmm. and believe me that's something which motivates me in my life like mm-hmm. it makes me motivated that i also have to at least start to read something Mm-hmm. but i cannot be as a good as good reader as he was mm-hmm. and he still is mm-hmm. uh, any theory which i would come up with he would always have heard about it so i'm a law student actually but he he knows a lot of things about my field mm-hmm. though he is a graphic designer mm-hmm. but because of his habit of reading so uh, that is how i think that helped him a lot because he started to read uh, books of a lot of successful people mm-hmm. a lot of big people and uh, that helped him a lot yes absolutely that um, whenever uh, we share or um, you come across or when you read uh, personal stories like that uh, you never know where or how that story or one incident or one word or one line uh, it can strike or it can it can uh, help in some ways um, so i i think it's it's good to hear somehow because of the yeah. reading i believe um, he could uh, see himself uh, and he could change um, uh, in in total uh, 360 yeah. and uh, 360 degrees you know what i mean yes no yeah. doubt in that yeah uh, let's let's talk about the community works that you involved in uh, right now you are a, you are a youth minister for human rights at the provincial youth assembly in your province can you briefly explain what yes. is it about Uh yes. So uh firstly I will just give you a brief intro about the organization. Mm-hmm. So it's called the Provincial Youth Assembly PYA. So the PYA is actually a model assembly as we have the model United Nations and uh, the MUN. Uh it is almost the same but it's a model assembly. Mm-hmm. We have a lot of uh, we have assemblies in all uh, each of the province mm-hmm. here in Pakistan. I don't know about uh, Canada but here in pakistan in india here we have the cabinets the assemblies so same we have we have a model assembly mm-hmm. and uh, we each year we uh, select uh, some members and they are called the youth uh, members mm-hmm. the youth members of provincial youth assembly mm-hmm. so uh, the youth mpas actually mm-hmm. so and after that when they are selected they uh, take an oath mm-hmm. uh, and uh, then they elect a person mm-hmm. for themselves mm-hmm. he is the chief minister mm-hmm. the cm we call him the cm the chief minister mm-hmm. and also the speaker mm-hmm. so we also so these big uh, personalities we have in our uh, in our assembly mm-hmm. the cm 
the chief minister and the speaker mm-hmm. so then the, the chief minister and the speaker once they uh, when the, once they are elected mm-hmm. they make up their own government mm-hmm. once the government is made uh, then they select a cabinet for themselves the cabinet of ministers and also and in the last february uh the the cm and the speaker was elected and once they were elected they made up their uh, government and after making the government then they elect they selected the cabinet and among them i was also selected as a minister mm-hmm. and they were thinking that which ministry they should give me mm-hmm. so finally uh they gave me the ministry for human rights <clears throat> mm-hmm. right so now uh, since then i'm the minister for human rights and the session is only for one year because mm-hmm. like in all this is the same as that of the real assemblies here in Pakistan but the session the in the real assemblies the session is for uh, 5 years but in our assembly we cannot have such a long session mm-hmm. so we have it just for one year so our session is uh, about to end maybe the next month so what so the, this was all what are the activities yes. or goals um, uh-huh. of their uh, yes. assembly exactly so uh, we have the ministry for um, different things mm-hmm. i am the minister for human rights my friend another person is the minister for uh, a special persons he is like always working for special people and uh, privileged people something like that mm-hmm. <clears throat> another person is the minister for environment and things like that mm-hmm. but goal is one there is one goal for all of us mm-hmm. to help humanity to help humans in any way we can that can be uh, we work in for awarenesses we work for uh, providing some par- some food or some uh, you know monthly grocery to poor families mm-hmm. we also raise donations for the medical treatments mm-hmm. uh, it just it's just then uh, i guess three or four months ago uh, in the last september or october we raised donation for a person who was suffering from cancer he was a young person he was a young guy mm-hmm. and he was an engineer mm-hmm. but <clears throat> but he had cancer uh, i think bone marrow uh, yes he needed a bone marrow transplant or something mm-hmm. like that so he needed a lot of money uh, in pakistan he like pakistani money it was some 60 lakh rupees <clears throat> so uh and we, i like i was not sure i was thinking that we are all almost students mm-hmm. and we are young people how come we are about to like we can we cannot collect that much of money mm-hmm. but thankfully then we did at the end of the day mm-hmm. and what uh, what happened was that the patient he died mm-hmm. his uh, he went through the operation everything went good but somehow he died mm-hmm. but you can, i cannot explain how happy i was even on his death that okay he went away like uh, he will then he will go to god but he will tell him that i there were some people who were trying to help me and they helped me at the end of the day they did help me mm-hmm. like he he didn't die without the operation mm-hmm. he went through the operation this was uh, this was all we can do mm-hmm. so coming back to the point the, the goal is only to help humanity in any way we can mm-hmm. i personally i ra- we, like all my friends we raise donations mm-hmm. for people uh, to help them in their small projects if a poor family uh, if there is some kind of a poor family 
and uh, they have to like they have to get their daughter married mm-hmm. most of my friends they say that like they tell their parents that just um, we'll take care of everything a to z from everything mm-hmm. so they then take care of their uh, all the marriage and everything that is needed they take care of it mm-hmm. same uh, we also raise donations for the medical treatments of people as i've told you i've given you the example mm-hmm. and um, so uh, and things like that we raise donations for them and apart from them yes we do take part in awarenesses mm-hmm. that uh, we try to give our message to people and uh, like on the online sessions i personally have at the online sessions where i think that uh, there is a, there is an even i try to be there to motivate others the youngsters to be like us more like us we are responsible uh, citizen like if we say if we see uh, like a person of my age i am 23 years mm-hmm. of age mm-hmm. if i am if i'm if i'm sitting in in my home doing nothing i think uh, i don't i'm not a responsible citizen hmm. so because a person like me should be doing something for the society mm-hmm. this is what we are supposed to do i think if the society is giving us so much we should also pay it back so the pya provincial youth assembly it's actually a model assembly we have the ministers we have the cm we have the speaker but the goal is to help humanity from a to z everything and one more thing which i love to mention it as that is that this is a non government organization mm-hmm. we are not funded by any government mm-hmm. but, and we are not funded by anyone mm-hmm. the money we spend it's from all our pocket money mm-hmm. so we spend our own money mm-hmm. so this is actually something which i mentioned because like to motivate others that if they can do it for mm-hmm. free you can also do right. it it's not always about money what what is it the the, the yes. peace club uh, pakistan uh, is it huh. Yes, the Peace Club Pakistan. I'm also a member of Peace Club Pakistan. And uh, I'm the, their media in charge, actually. Mm-hmm. The media head. So, our job is in the Peace Club Pakistan, there is a motto. Mm-hmm. So, the, 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 actually, the, mm-hmm. the thing behind the Peace Club Pakistan is that we have to create peace among the society. Mm-hmm. We are not concerned with the peace among the countries for example pakistan has uh, if it comes in war with another country or something like that so the the peace treat the treaties and everything we are not concerned with that peace mm-hmm. we are only concerned with the peace that we need in our societies mm-hmm. so for example if one like the main aim of the peace club pakistan is to tolerate mm-hmm. you know to tolerate and give space to mm-hmm. others and be in other person's shoe to think if what if i were in in his place i wouldn't be saying this if i were in his mm-hmm. place so this is a small message that we carry with us the peace club members and we create awareness among people that uh, peace should not only prevail between both the countries like the the armed the, the in the wars and the peace treaty, treaties and all that so peace is not only required there but inside the society among two men and maybe men or women between two women so yeah this is a small logo of peace club pakistan right, right. um absolutely and um, it's a really amazing story you have uh, given us uh, so far thank uh, you thank uh, you for uh, that because it's not uh, really uh, so many people they are just uh, 
you know stick with the um, technology the phone and the computer and uh, you know uh, so many other things but you guys are, are doing uh, so much um, to the to the society of course um, you, you said it right we had to keep because that's where we learn that uh, we learn all the uh, life experiences so we have to keep back to the community we keep, keep back to the the society so it's it's a given take given take yes. actually yeah. exactly um, thank you cameron for joining actually and sharing um, life journey with us today uh, because not everybody is, is uh, willing to share their personal life stories mm-hmm. or experience thank- and their struggles um, but uh, go ahead uh, yeah so i was just saying that it's a pleasure for me thank you so much to you for calling me up and considering me that i should also be one of the speakers with you and um, it's an honor to be here actually thank you this is a perfect example uh, of open up actually you know that um, because you were uh, uh-huh. one of the speakers at our um, international men's day event so we we are glad to be we have yes. you see boys and men uh, let's open up our hearts and share them with others let's connect and help more yes. if you are willing to share your life True. journey on our uh, open up podcast please reach out to us at uh, 4378898329 again 4378898329 or info at voiceofmen360.org when you share your life journey someone's life can be changed in a positive direction your message can give hope believe and someone out there that can relate to your story and feel that i am not alone i still can change my life in a better way we want to bring an individual and allow sharing their life journey have an open discussion conversation about men's problems challenges and how we can help them we have four live shows weekly on our main platforms uh, facebook and uh, youtube one is open up it's a live talk show uh, is on every sundays at uh, 10 am eastern canadian time and monthly webinar twice a month on saturdays uh, from 10:30 to 11 uh, 11 am and uh, there are two tamil talk shows uh, on uh, wednesdays at 7:30 pm and also sundays at 8:30 and uh, sorry 8 am for people who live outside of canada and we also have a panel discussion once a month podcast of course this is the one we are having and uh, there's no set up time any time you can we can record and uh, we can upload so on six platforms uh, people can uh, listen there are no limitations with gender age nationality or ethnic groups all walks of life can participate in any of our shows if you want to be a guest on our um, shows please reach out to us at uh, 4378898329 info at voiceofmen360.org website voiceofmen360.org www.voiceofmen360.org you can find us on all the social media facebook we have a group page instagram linkedin twitter youtube you name it please subscribe to our youtube channel voice of men 360 until next time thank you for listening and take care thank you bye